Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bolt Fitness and Performance Podcast. Today I'm sitting here with Coach Justin. What's up, Coach? Not much, man. Good to be back. Excited to talk today. Awesome. And uh, today we're going to talk about kind of something that we see in and out all the time, right? Injuries. It's one of the biggest things. It sucks when it happens. Nobody's happy when it happens. But what should really be the course of action when you get injured? Is the answer like, stop training? Is the answer continue to just continue to train but keep pushing through the pain? Like, what what kind of direction would you take this? Yeah, so I'd say it's it's probably in between those two. Um, obviously, you want to listen to you know whatever medical professional you're seeing and make sure that you're not doing anything that's going to further exacerbate that injury, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not seeing anybody and you're just dealing with with certain pain or something like that. That's where a lot of people tend to shut it down and say, well, I'm just going to rest, right? I'm not going to do anything. And that's not necessarily the best course of action for you in terms of your recovery and your healing, but also in terms of your like mental and physical um, wellness, right? So what we always encourage people to do is to continue to train, but to modify workouts and to work around the injury site so that we don't potentially cause more harm or more pain but you can still get training in. And there's a lot of different benefits to that. So number one, if you're coming off of an injury, a surgery, or dealing with pain, if you train the unaffected side of your body, there's actually a cross-education period where if you train, let's say you hurt your right arm, right? If you continue to train your left arm, you actually get improvements in strength and muscle mass in the right arm, the one that's not really? doing anything, okay, nice. for at least a short period, right? Usually about two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. So this is something we recommend for people who are like going into surgery or coming out of surgery a lot, because you can actually work on improving the healing process, the tissue, the strength on the surgical side by training the non-injured side. And then just out of curiosity, after those two to three weeks, is it just like maintenance? Does it really do anything after that point? After that, you start to see a, a drop off in the increases. Like you start to see the body starts to figure it out. It's like, okay, well, this side that's training starts mm-hmm. to build up more than the other side. But for a short period, it can be very beneficial to continue to do that, right? Oh, sweet. So that's a one good thing on the actual injured part in general. But in addition to that, there are things like you know, work capacity, cardiovascular fitness, right? Muscle, body composition, and strength that we can improve on all of your unaffected limbs and the entire rest of your body, right? So we have to say like, if you got a, let's say again, injured right shoulder or pain in your right shoulder, you got a left arm, you got a core, you got two legs, right? You got a whole bunch of the rest of your body that's still well able to train. And that allows you to continue to maintain your fitness to continue to lose weight, to continue to build muscle and strength, or whatever it is that you're working on, there's always a way to work around that injury. And there's always ways um, that we can find exercises that will allow you to safely still train hard and work hard towards your goals without negatively impacting the injury set. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even necessarily, like, yes, you can't do certain exercises then, but all it does is just limit the training menu. And at right. the end of the day, the last thing you want to do, everybody comes back from vacation or being hurt or whatever it is, and they're like, oh, now I'm starting from ground zero. Well, here's your secret sauce of how to not start at ground zero again and at least be doing something. 100%. And that's a great way to put it. It's, it's, all it is is limiting or paring down the training menu, right? Exercises don't matter. Stimulus matters, right? Mm-hmm. What we're doing to create an adaptation in the body is what matters. There are, like Exercises are just tools to do that. We have a million of them. 
it's finding the right tool for the right person. And in this case, with an injury or with pain, we're simply just reducing the number of tools in the toolbox for a period of time and utilizing the ones that most appropriately fit that situation, right? And so just to clarify for everybody here, when you're saying we don't care about the exercise, we care about a stimulus. Could you give like a 30-second example on what that looks like? Sure. So like if we're trying to train our lower body to build muscle and strength, right? We don't really care whether that's a squat, a leg press, a hack squat, a pendulum squat, right? There are a million different squat variations. It could be a split squat. It could be a lunge. It could be a step up. There's a million different exercises that train those similar tissues, right? Mm -hmm. But we're going to choose the one that best puts that person in position to be successful and to be able to work hard without pain or potential setback, right? And that's what I mean. So there's so many different ways that you can train that that squat pattern or that uh, lower body pushing pattern. We just have to find the right one for that individual. Yeah, I mean, every individual that walks the doors is, is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, and hearing people talk in their initial consults, like, oh, well, when I was 20 years old, I used to do this. Well, it's like, cool. Well, if you still want to work the same muscles, yeah. it, it really doesn't matter. And right? let's use one that, that a way. lot of people uh, will potentially resonate with, right? Bench press. Like yeah. maybe barbell bench press just isn't for you anymore. You used to do it a long time ago, but now like it bothers your shoulder, right? Or it bothers your elbow. How about we press dumbbells, right? Maybe we'll do a machine press. Maybe we'll do a football, a football bar bench press or a floor press, right? Mm-hmm. The exercise itself, the implement that we use doesn't matter as much as finding a way that we can get this person to work hard and to be able to, to train hard to get the stimulus that we're looking for without pain or without uh, provocative issues with, with some part of their body, right? And that's just finding the right exercise. So in this case, hey, I hurt my right shoulder. I can't do anything with my right shoulder. Okay, let's do something with your left shoulder. Let's do a single arm dumbbell floor press. So you got single three arm other legs. Yeah, <laughs> and then let's pair that up with a leg press, a squat, right? Mm-hmm. A hack squat, a pendulum squat, where now we don't have to hold the weight in our hands. We can put it on our body so that we can work your legs really hard and we don't have to worry about injuring the shoulder, right? So I think overall the idea is look at it not as, well, I'm hurt, I can't do anything. Look at it as what are the things that I can do? Flip mm-hmm. it around. Right, find opportunities to continue to train and work hard even in the face of that injury. And, and even from the mental side of things, like when you get hurt, your brain is like, damn, like I can't do anything. I don't want to do anything. This hurts, right? But that's kind of like part of the reason why you come here and train with us or train with any other coach, right? So that's not, it doesn't matter what we're doing. We're going to go and find something. It might take a little bit of experimentation if you have a bit of a interesting injury but regardless of who you are what kind of injury you have there's always something to be done right and if there's something to be done then that will always be pushing you in that right direction i realize i'm using hand motions and we're talking on a podcast here so it doesn't make much sense but you get the point this is how we it's you can't help it right but uh, and I'll, i'll kind of piggyback off that that mental part is so important right because being injured having pain those issues can really be debilitating for a person's mental state it's like man i was making so much progress and now like it's all gone right but your ability to continue to train around and through that injured period it can affect your mentality so much to the Mm -hmm. point where you have such a better outlook both on your training and on the injury itself which can be a very powerful thing right now you're in a better mood you have better interactions at work you sleep better because you're not so like stressed and concerned about that injury, right? 
And from a physical standpoint, maintaining your work capacity, maintaining your aerobic fitness, maintaining the health of your, your aerobic system, that can actually expedite the healing process because that's such a critical component around circulating blood flow, circulating oxygen to those tissues, and actually improving the, the injured area's ability to heal quickly. So there's a lot of benefits, both mental, physical, recovery-wise, um, and just, again, from a training standpoint, it's like if your goal is to lose weight, build muscle, get stronger, et cetera, you can still work on all of those goals without your right elbow or without your right shoulder or without your right knee, right? We will find solutions to allow you to do that and show you how much there is that you can do. I'll give me an example. I have an athlete right now with a, a small fracture in his uh, in his talus, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a kind of overuse injury. Young kid happens in some younger kids sometimes. And just so people understand, talus is where that is in your ankle. It's like around your ankle joint, got right you. your ankle. So um, that bone was a little chip in it, right? So the doctors didn't want him to do anything like weight bearing on his lower body for a while. So at first it was like, okay, like we'll probably have to shut it down for a while. We're like, no, like he still has an upper body and a core. So we've done a lot of things in kneeling positions and seated positions. We can still work power, strength, build muscle in his upper body and maintain his conditioning, which is super important because that was one of his main goals. We can do all of that. We just have to put him in positions where he can do it. So we're throwing med balls on his back. We're throwing med balls in a seated position. We're throwing uh, med balls in a kneeling position, right? We're strength training his upper body and we're using lower body machines that don't put pressure on his foot. So leg extensions, hamstring curls, stability ball hamstring curls. We're doing a lot of core work. Uh, We're doing like pulling variations, working his upper body and then conditioning wise tons more med ball stuff seated skier arms only bike um he, he can ride after it he too. does yeah and he can ride good. the bike too he can so he's allowed to push into the pedal as long as he's not weight bearing right mm-hmm. so he can ride the bike as well so like went from hey like probably gonna have to shut it down i got this fracture you know doctors don't want me to put weight on it to like we can still train through this process while you let it heal and allow it time to continue and now when we get back to training fully with your lower body you haven't lost anything. And so I think when you get injured initially, the first step, or at least after this conversation, what I would think to be is, would think to do is go talk to somebody, right? It's hard to think, hey, I'm hurt. I shouldn't do anything. They're telling me to shut it down. Like, no, there's there's always still more availability to do it, right? That's why you have coaches here. So we're always here for a conversation. Even if we're not there in that moment in time, we're always happy to schedule a time to go out and chat. So make sure next time this happens you get injured come to one of us talk to us and we'll find a good uh, option for you uh, and we'll kind of create a plan because a plan you know, we always have a plan the plan always goes to shit and then we have to recreate the plan Absolutely. so help us let you recreate the plan team alright anything else Justin? no that's all man I think it's a great way to wrap it up awesome team you have a wonderful rest of your week